This episode of On The Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On The Record. Here's a look at what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. ACO reported net sales of about $2.7 billion for the fourth quarter of 2020, an increase of about 8% compared to the fourth quarter of 2019. For the full year, net sales in 2020 were approximately $9.1 billion, an increase of about 1% compared to 2019. On a regional basis, North America was the only region where ACO's net sales in the fourth quarter were down, but were flat for the year. For the quarter, North American sales were down 10%. In South America, ACO's fourth quarter sales were up 21% and up nearly 9% for the full year. Europe and Middle East quarterly net sales were up about 14% for the fourth quarter and flat for the year. Net sales in Asia, Pacific, Africa were up 2% for both the quarter and the full year. Looking ahead, ACO is forecasting 2021 net sales to be in the range of $10.2 to $10.4 billion. This week's dealer on the move is service equipment. The Canadian John Deere dealership group announced it will be combining its Red Deer and Old Alberta locations into a new 44,000-square-foot facility near Penhold, Alberta. The new facility is anticipated to be in service in early 2022. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Growing a small precision farming dealership, especially during the last year, hasn't been easy. But the pandemic aside, the ability for ownership of a one-store or single-digit employee operation to expand its business is a challenge. From anticipating opportunities to adapting to change, the flexibility that small precision businesses tend to enjoy can also be a limiting factor without the right structure and foresight. This is a developmental void in the egg industry that longtime independent precision dealer Tim Norris has seen and experienced. The realization led to a partnership with Belinda Hughes, an experienced financial advisor of small business, and the launch of Box Concepts Consulting this month. The Ohio-based company will specialize in providing a five-sided approach to five to ten employee companies, primarily in the precision egg space, that defines vision, team, products, customers, and resources. Norris notes that one of the pitfalls that small business leaders tend to fall into, himself included, is hiring only like-minded people to try and expand the business. This approach can stunt the growth of a dealership, preventing owners from working on the business rather than in it. My first hire, it's like, I need a clone. I need somebody that can do what I'm doing and do things the way I I do them, and so I hired somebody that was kind of along that lines, and then you end up going to your second, your maybe your third, fourth team member, and you kind of hire a clone again, and you end up getting four people on your team. They're all four have the same passion and drive and skill sets that you have, but you're lacking that skill set of the person that uh, actually can do some of the things that you don't want to do, like on the accounting side or having the vision for the, the company. Maybe you have that vision, but uh, you're not able to spend time working on the business. Norris adds that Box Concepts has two dealerships enrolled in its consulting program so far, 
with an expectation of working with six to eight companies per year. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. CNH Industrial reported strong results for the fourth quarter of 2020, with consolidated revenues up 10% to $8.5 billion. For the full year, revenues were $26 billion, down just over 7% from $28 billion in 2019. Ag equipment revenue for the quarter came in at $3.4 billion, up 16% compared to the fourth quarter of 2019. For the full year, ag sales were flat at $10.9 billion. Agriculture equipment demand was up in most regions. In North America, tractor demand was up 27% for tractors under 140 horsepower and up 17% for tractors over 140 horsepower. Combines were down 1%. In Europe, tractor and combine markets were up 7% and 22% respectively. South America tractor markets were up 29% and combine markets were up 22%. Significant increase in demand for tractors was also noted in rest of world, while demand for combines was flat. Looking ahead to 2021, CNH is forecasting net sales to be up 8 to 12 percent, including any currency translation effects. According to the latest data from the Agricultural Engineers Association, the UK experienced an unusually volatile shift in tractor brands through 2019. Total volumes of new tractor registrations were mostly unchanged year over year. With sales of tractors 50 horsepower and over coming in at 12,040 units, Deere continued to lead with 3,800 units registered, but suffered a 3.8 percentage point drop in market share to 28% overall. Deere also saw a 605-unit decline in its total registrations, down 13.7% year over year. Case IH reported the largest decline in percentage, dropping 296 units year over year to an 8.9% market share. New Holland, meanwhile, claimed 17.1% of the UK market in 2019 after a sales drop of 8.6%. Massey Ferguson came in third, following a 23% increase in sales to a 12.3% market share. Fent held its ground with a 6.8% market share, while Vulture reported a modest increase in sales to a 5.5% market share. Among its brands, Aco came within 1.4 percentage points of CNHI's total market share. Class reported the largest increase in competitive performance in the UK in 2019, registering an additional 250 units for a 5.7% market share. Shortline manufacturer Artsway reported net sales of $22.4 million for the 2020 fiscal year, a 2% drop from 2019. The agricultural product segment's net sales for 2020 were $13.1 million, down about 3% from $13.5 million during 2019. The company says the decrease in sales can be primarily attributed to the loss of low-margin OEM business. Artsway also saw decreased demand for beat equipment and forage and receiver boxes in 2020 compared to 2019. The company, however, expects increased demand for these lines in fiscal 2021, as backlog indicates the company will have improved sales of beat equipment and will be launching a new Artsway forage box. Sales of manure spreaders, dump boxes, and grinders improved in fiscal 2020 over fiscal 2019. The improved success of these lines provides optimism for the future, as the company believes these are the core products it can market towards future growth. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. <music>